Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Demonology Today. Hello, Tess. Welcome back, Missy Hammer. Hello, Ann, Crystal, Roger Blair. How's everybody doing tonight? 
So, Dr. Carroll, how are you doing? Well, pretty good. Just been very busy here, doing a lot of podcasts. Uh, I had a podcast last night that I was doing on the Demon of Christmas, Krampus. Oh, so, uh, you see him uh, If you see him sneaking up behind me tonight, let me know, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Now, ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know, uh, just a reminder that uh, Holy Water, buy one, get one free. Uh, the Blessed Crucifixes with St. Benedict's, uh, buy one, get one half off. That's for the whole month of December. So, uh, or why supplies last, I'll put it that way. Because they're going quicker uh, than I thought they were. So, but I just want to throw it out there. How's your week been, Dr. Carroll? Well, went by fast. Another quick one, seemed like. Uh, seemed like you get interested in something, you know, time passes very quickly. Uh, I was thinking about that the other day. You know, when we're young, we want time to speed up. But when we get older, we want older, to we slow want down. Slow down, right. <laughs> yeah. Isn't yeah. That yeah. Isn't that true? So tonight... We are talking about uh-huh. the power of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely, a very Christmas. Very important topic, yes, sir. Um, uh, the Holy Spirit is part of, of course, the, the the Holy Trinity. You know, uh, I was reading today, as a matter of fact, a biblical passage. I think it was in one of the Gospels, where it says, "You believe in one God, you do well." But the devils also believe and tremble. Well, one God is part of the Trinity. That is the mystical thing about the Trinity. You have God the Father, you have the Son, and you have the Holy Ghost. Some people call the Holy Spirit, whichever way you want to say it. It's still the same word, folks. Same thing. I hit a button. I'm sorry. That's fine. Right in the middle, it's right a, it's, in the middle you talking. I do I do that stuff all the time, Chris. Anyway, uh uh they're they're the same thing, so don't get hung up on the word, okay? Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, same thing, okay. Um but now you've got the Holy Trinity, okay? And there's some very interesting things that the Word of God tells us about the Holy Spirit. But the reason why we want to do this show tonight about the Holy Spirit is it gives you, it will endower you with power. Okay. Um, and we mentioned that back uh, when we were talking about the demons of the mind, about taking authority that is given you. And that's part of what we're going to be talking about tonight with the, whole, the power of the Holy Spirit. Interesting topic. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, We'll get down to brass tacks here and start. Uh, when you go back to what some of the things that the Bible tells us about that, one of the very first mentions of the Holy Spirit is back in the book of Genesis when it said the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. That was part. Now, none of the, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, was part of creation process. Okay? That's how much power the Holy Spirit has. It's part of the creation of that. What is the Holy Spirit, though? I've had a lot of people ask, what is that? What is it? Where did it come from? What is it? What did it do? And that's what we're going to be talking a little bit about here. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. Just like you and I, Chris, have a spirit, okay? We are living souls 
but we have a spirit. And, you know, we've talked about that before. People kind of get that point mixed up about the soul and the spirit. They're not the same thing. Okay. They're two no, different they things not. that you're talking about. They are not the same thing. And you got to remember that you are a living soul, but you have a spirit. God is the same way. He is a living God. He is a living being, but he has a spirit just like you and I, but his spirit is the Holy Spirit, the spirit of God, which is a lot different than your, my spirit would be. It's a lot more powerful because he is the all powerful, on an omnipotent creator of everything. So his spirit is very powerful. But here's the very beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit, okay? The Spirit of God, the creator of all the universes, I'll say more than one universe. We don't really know. We do not know or can ever truly understand in our present form and frame of mind and, and existence the absolute magnificence of God, how big it may be. We do not really know. Uh, I had somebody ask me the other night, how many angels are they? Nobody knows. There probably are untold millions of them. They have to be uh, in order to run some of the things in the universe that's part of their job. God is a whole lot bigger, folks, than any of us can truly understand in that respect. But here's the beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit. It is the communicator between you and God. You can have a relationship with God with the Holy Spirit, you know, connecting you with it. It's a connection. Okay, let's put it that way. It's a spiritual connection. Here's what Jesus said about God. And I want you to listen to this very carefully. It's a very interesting spiritual concept. Okay. That's what he said. God is a spirit. Therefore, he must be worshipped in the spirit. Now, did you get that? Then listen very close. God is a spirit. He is a being, but he is a spirit too. He is a spiritual being. Okay. He is a spirit. So you have to worship God in the spirit. Now, you can stand up and pray all day long. And I'm not saying anything bad about praying. Praying is good, but you got to pray the right way and you got to pray for the right thing. Okay. That's, that's, that goes without saying. Okay. Praying's good. And that helps you communicate. It gets you in the frame of mind, gets your spirit going to be able to communicate with your creator, with your with your father in heaven. But now listen to this. You also have to worship him in the spirit. Now, why do you do that? You have to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit in order to do that. Okay. You've got to have the Holy Spirit interceding for you. In order for you to be able to hook up in that way of communication. In other words, the Holy Spirit is a very essential lifeline for your relationship with your creator. Okay. Now, I don't want to get too technical here and I don't want to get you confused and lost. But that is what you got to think about is the Holy Spirit. Yes. The Holy Spirit also, though, being that it's of God, is your helper. You know, Jesus said that very plainly. He said, if I, if I stay, then I cannot send you the comforter to guide, to guide you and help you along. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. Okay. And the Holy Spirit is what touches your spirit. So God's spirit touches your spirit. It's got to. 
in order for you to commune with God and for you to get in that correct frame of mind. You know, you got to retake this the way that we look upon human relationships, okay? Let's say you meet a man or a woman, whichever the case may be, whether you're male or female, and that's your soulmate. You know that person. You, you, your spirits sort of become one. You know, uh, we say that in a lot of romantics, you know, poems and stories, you know, right. two hearts, two hearts beating as one. You become one. And, you know, the Bible says that, that a man and a woman in the eyes of God become one flesh. Okay. And that's what you got to do with God. But though God's not flesh, God is spirit. So your spirit must commune with the Holy Spirit. Okay. In order to get things done in your life. Because the Holy Spirit can give you power. It can give you gifts of the Spirit. Which we've talked about before. Like discernment. Or empathy. Or whatever the gift the Holy Spirit gives you. God need, thinks you need to have. God is the one that gives it to you. Through the Holy Spirit. Okay. They're working together. They're not. They are three different entities here. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But they're still one. That's hard for a lot of people to wrap their mind around. There's still one. Jesus said, you see me, you see the Father. Well, I and the Father are what? One. That's the way the Holy Trinity works, okay? It's, it's still three parts to it, but it's still one thing here, okay? That's one thing, and that's the way you got to remember that. But now the Holy Spirit can, can give you power of peace in your heart peace in your life it can touch you with discernment it can teach you it can teach you things i've had people tell me they didn't know the bible and actually when they began to read it it revealed itself to them that was the holy spirit right the holy spirit will teach you out of the bible it will guide you in the way you need to go forget about these so-called spirit guides that people hook up with they're not angels folks okay i mentioned that before Okay, I know some people get mad when I say that. But spirit guides, angels, the job of angels is not being spirit guides. That is the holy. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. Okay? That's what the Holy Spirit's for. It's to guide you and give you the peace, give you that sound mind the body talks about. Gives you the love in your heart that you need for others and for certain situations. The love of God is part of the Holy Spirit, encompassing your spirit, touching your spirit, becoming one with you. Okay, when you have that kind of relationship, folks, you will have miracles in your life. You will have power in your life. I'm not going to say you're all of a sudden you're going to be a superhero. Okay, wow. and you're going to have superpowers. And everything's going to work out rosy and birds are going to sing and come out of the trees and light on your show. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. But you will give you an in, inner power and an inner strength. It will give you very important things like self-control and a sound mind. And in other words, when we talk about sound mind, we don't mean you're not crazy. Okay. Whatever we're talking about, a sound mind means a mind that can be directed, a mind that can be focused on what it needs, the most important things. 
You don't get distracted. You ever been somewhere and you get distracted by things, you know? Things distract you. It gets you all centered. A sound mind doesn't let that happen, folks, okay? That's the thing you got to remember, okay? And that's where you become one with the Holy Spirit. That's what the job of the Holy Spirit is. It will reveal these things to you. It will give you power. Listen to this now. It will give you power to live a holy life in the eyes of God. It will give you power. Now, a lot of people say, I can't be. I'm a sinner. Yeah, sure, you're a sinner. You're going to be a sinner as long as you're in this existence. Okay. But you can have power to live a better life before that, pleasing to God through the Holy Spirit. He will give you power. Let me tell you this. I, I, I talked to a man one time. He was a preacher. Okay. He said, before I was a preacher, so I was the filthiest mouth thing you would ever want to hear. I would probably make a sailor blush of the things I said and the words I did and all that stuff. And he said, as soon as I got saved, I got right with God, I got my relationship with God, every bit of that stopped. You know why? The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit fixed that. Right. Okay. And the Holy Spirit does that. That's his job, okay? Like I said, don't worry about reading tarot cards and spirit guides, folks, okay? You don't need that. You need the true power from heaven, the Holy Spirit. That's what it's all about. And you need that. And there is a baptism of the Holy Spirit, okay? I'm going to turn to that a moment. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is a very powerful thing. That's where you commune with God. You get to the point in your relationship with God when you you push aside everything in this world. You focus completely 110% on God. What do you want you to do? What do you want you with your life? You turn your life completely over to him. I'm not saying you become a robot. No, 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 no. We're talking about spiritually now, okay? You turn your life 100% over to God in a spiritual manner. You've got to worship God that way. What did it say? Because he's a spirit. You've got to worship him in the spirit, okay? You can talk all day long about it. Jesus said, your words are all about me, but your heart is far from me. You know? And that's why I said there's going to be some sad people in the end of their life. They're going to say, Lord, didn't I do this for you? And Lord, didn't I do that for you? And God's going to say, depart from me, for I never knew you. That's going to be bad. You don't ever want to hear that, okay? That, that, that seals your doom. You, you, you're in the wrong position here. You didn't get with the Holy Spirit the way you should. And that's where the Holy Spirit's job comes in. It gives you a direct line to God. It gives you that relationship you need with your creator through Jesus Christ, of course. Jesus Christ is the one that paves the process for that. But we're talking about after you come go through Jesus Christ, you allow that blood to be put upon you, and he was the perfect sacrifice, you understand. We talked about that the other day. Where a lot of people say, oh, I just can't get that Bible. That Bible just confused me. It's, it's nothing but a genealogy book. Okay. And it is to a certain extent that. But there's a reason why. It shows you the bloodline that is pure from Adam to Jesus. That's his bona fides, folks. You know, some people are going to come and say, well, can Jesus prove he's really the son of God? He's got his genealogy laid out right there for you to look look at. 
But there's another reason why that. it's not just his bona fides. You know, a lot of people ask me, say, what's your bona fides? What's your, what's your degree? What's your, your certificate in something? You know, people want to know if you've got your bona fides. Okay. Jesus has got his. He, he said, I am the son of God. And anybody, and I want to tell you this, I want to warn you this tonight. Anybody, anything, any institution, any group, any government, or whoever it is, denies the divine essence of Jesus Christ is your enemy. Okay? The enemy tries to deny the very fact that he was the true one and only son of God. Okay, anybody that denies that denies Jesus. They deny God. They are on the wrong side, folks. So I got to tell you, they are. That's the bad. That's the bad way to go with that. But anyway, getting back to the Holy Spirit, that is the job of the Holy Spirit to give you the power to live your life through Christ, through God, with your relationship with your Creator. And I want to tell you this, folks: when you get in that position. And though everything clicks in place like it's supposed to, you will have a much better life. You will have that true peace that passes all understanding. You will have a direct line of communication to your creator through his son. That's not the way you got to go now. Through his son, you are exactly right where you need to be with God. Everything's going to click into place. You will be what you are 100% supposed to be, okay, spiritually now. I'm not talking about physically, okay, because this, this body is temporary, okay. This temple is a temporary place. You know, Jesus prophesied something. Why don't you listen to this? He said, look at this magnificent temple. But I say unto you, there will come a time very soon when not one stone will stand upon another. And that happened a few years, not long after that. That very thing happened. Don't let the physical things of this world trip you up. The spiritual things are what you need to hook up with. That's eternal stuff that we're talking about here. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in, to seal the deal on that. Okay. And there is, there is something I do warn you about. Okay. I want to tell you this. And this is what, you know, a lot of the religions of the world don't want you to know these things, okay? Okay, because we've talked about that before. Religions are a man-made thing, okay? Don't, don't lose yourself on that. Your number one thing is to have a relationship with your Heavenly Father through the Holy Spirit and the auspices of Jesus Christ. You are exactly where you need to be. Forget about religion. Forget about anybody else telling you. This is exactly where you have to be. In order for you to enter into what, Chris? The kingdom of God. Okay. And you get there through faith. You believe this stuff like a child. You have to be like a child to enter into the kingdom of God. Okay. That's very true, And The Holy Spirit is a comforter and a teacher many times. It will lead you and guide you. It will give you discernment. It will give you empathy. It will give you all the spirit. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a spiritual echelon much higher up. When you get baptized by the Holy Spirit, you can be baptized by water. 
But baptism by the Spirit is very strong and very powerful. That's where you get the sign of speaking in tongues. And what kind of tongues are these people speaking in? They're speaking in the language of angels, folks, by the way. Okay? Because I'd actually recognize some of the words that these people say. Okay? I know what they are saying. They are speaking in the tongues of angels. That is a sign that they are doing a correct communication with their creator. Speaking a language they don't even know. Think about that. But this is a spiritual thing. You can't look at it as that. As a, it's a physical thing. You've got to remember, God is a spirit. Therefore, you must worship him in the spirit. That's very plainly said. That's what Jesus said. I didn't say that. I didn't make it up. Jesus said that. Okay. So you can stand there all day and speak what you want. And that's good. You can sing hymns. That's fine too. But there is a silent communication. Spiritual communication between you and your creator. Through the Holy Spirit. That's where you constantly are praying and meditating. In your spirit. Not with your mouth. Not with your brain. In your spirit. Okay. When you can reach that plateau. A spiritual accomplishment. You're right where you need to be. Okay. Then you have a true baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay. You, you're really. So that's when you become saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, when we say filled, we don't mean you were taken over by it. You're not possessed by this. God doesn't go around possessing people. Okay. You got him mixed up with the other guy. No, God don't go around possessing people. God doesn't make robots out of people. Okay. You are communing with the Holy Spirit of God. That's what you're doing. Okay. Like I said, it's a connection. Okay. It's a relationship. And that's what you have to pursue. And let me tell you this. If you have no other human relationship or relationship with an animal or anything else on this whole planet, as long as you've got a relationship with your creator, you are exactly where you need to be. He will give you everything else you need, by the way. But you've got to trust him into that. God said, I am waiting to give you everything you need so abundantly to open the windows of heaven to you that you could not contain it all. I'm waiting to give you. I want to give you that. But you have to let me. Okay, and he's not talking about physical things here that much. We're not talking about a new car and a house and a bunch of money in the bank. That's that's temporary stuff. He's talking about spiritual treasures, folks. Spiritual things that help you in your in your life and in the way you live your life. It will help you in that way. But sure, bad things are going to still happen. You know, I have people ask me that a lot, Chris. Why do bad things happen to good people? Good things happen to bad people, too, by the way. Uh, that's, that's, it rains on the just and the unjust alike. Okay? That's, the Bible clearly says that. Um, there are, you know, God doesn't go around playing favorites. He would not be very justifiable to do that. But he does have his children. He loves his children. He loves those that have come to him. And he says, the Bible plainly says, God loves a what? Humble heart. You humble yourself before your creator. Acknowledge him. He will acknowledge you. In a thousand ways you will never understand. 
in a thousand ways you never believed what happened. He can do that for you. Well, I can say it's not going to clear everything up in your life. No, it's not going to do that. No, it don't work that way. You're going to have trials and tribulations. So what have I told you before about the gold tried in the fire? It's 100% proof gold. It has no impurities left in it. And if you become that gold tried in the fire, you're a much better person for it. And you're more open to that relationship. Okay. You know, um, my father, who was a good Christian man, had a very severe stroke. And he it, it was a very, very severe stroke. And he, it immobilized him for a long time. And he, uh, before he had that, he was not a Christian. He became a Christian after these things happened to him. And, you know, he stood up one day and said something that blew my mind. He stood up in church one day and said, I am glad. I praise God. I am glad I had that stroke because it humbled me before my God. Sometimes it takes things to humble us, folks, to get to that plateau we need. And that's not God. You can't blame God for that. Things happen, okay? But God is the writer of our true destiny. He knows what's going to happen to us and how we take things, okay? And we've got to understand that through the Holy Spirit, he will teach us these things. He will lead us where we need to go. He will guide us. He will strengthen us. He will comfort us. You need the Holy Spirit. Without it, it will be very, very hard for you to stand in this world against the powers and forces of darkness. Okay? And that's why I'm saying you take that authority. God gives you the authority. He gives you through your through his spirit. He gives you this authority over these things. You have to believe it, but you have to exercise that authority. You know, it's just like say, I'll give you a quick example. There's a fly lighting on the table over here. Well, I wish I could kill him. I can wish that all day and that fly is going to stay there. But if I take a fly swatter and whack him real good with it one time, that takes care of the fly problem, doesn't it? Okay, you can talk the talk. But there comes a day when you got to walk the walk. Okay, you got to walk the walk. You got to do what's got to be done. And that's when you get with the Holy Spirit. Things can get done. Okay, and that's what we're talking about tonight. And that's why the Holy Spirit is so very important. And a lot of people, they talk about God and all about Jesus all the time, but they leave this guy out. They leave the Holy Spirit out. Don't do that. It's very important part of this whole thing here. You've got to remember that. And that's what you need to seek after. The guidance, the interwelling, the communication, the relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Without that, it's going to be very hard to do things. You're going to have, and we may have, and the reason why I'm talking about this tonight, we have some very, I think, dark times coming upon us soon upon us upon us in this world things that are going to happen and we're going to need some real help here folks okay and i'm not talking about government help don't look to them to help you don't look for the cops to show up when you need because they're only human beings too okay we need real help inside of us more so than an outside type of help okay that's where you see to turn inward and seek God. 
through the Holy Spirit. He will give you that peace that passes all understanding and that joy in the morning. And it's true. Yolanda always asked the creator to cover me with the bright light of the Holy Spirit. That is good. That is good. And, you know, uh, another interesting facet of the Holy Spirit, it will teach you things. I'm not, not, not just things in a book. I mean, it will teach you things that you need to know in your life, lessons and all that. It's an ongoing process. But it's good to have that there. It's good to have that in check. Yes, it really is. Fascinating uh, subject. Always do like it. So, uh -huh. really is. I think uh, a lot of people uh, lose sight of that sometimes in their uh -huh. busy schedules. Well, you know, and the, uh, the Holy Spirit is so powerful, Chris. You know, the Bible talks about that the day of Pentecost. When the tongues of fire came and sat down upon people, we're talking about a very the power of heaven here. We're not just talking about some kind of passe, woo, it's out there somewhere, some kind of a thing, you know, like uh, Star Wars and the and all that. No, we're, not, we're talking about some real power here. Okay, heavenly power, God power. They, that gets stuff done, you know, not a fairy tale, but a real thing. Yes, absolutely. Well, Dr. Current was fascinating. You want to ladies in a prayer tonight? Okay. Let's bow our heads. Lord God Almighty, we humble ourselves before you tonight. We come before you and ask that you imbue us with power from on high. We ask that you give us the Holy Spirit and that you let him work in our lives and guard us, guide us, protect us, comfort us, lead us in the way that you want us to go by your will, through the power of your Son and the blood of Jesus Christ that we place upon our hearts. We ask you, Lord, now in his name and by his power, in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We're Dr. Carroll, another one in the books. A wonderful topic. So yep. next week. Uh, oh, you're going to lie next week, Chris. <laughs> this is going to be a very interesting show next week, folks. And the name of it is, Who is Your God? Wow. That's going to be a deep one. Uh, yep. Who is your God? Who is your God? Well, ladies and gentlemen, from coast to coast and around the world, uh, Godspeed and bless you and have a great week. And I'll see you Monday. Bye, Candice. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.